This is episode 62 of the Ferris podcast of them all. Joshua Ferris back with you. You know, he took a week off to get adjusted to school starting back up last year. Ready to be done. That's why the last episode was all about senioritis because it is in full effect. Well, this week's episode is going to be talking about effort. Putting in the work to get things done. So I'm going to also dive into, you know, motivation And I'm going to talk about the difference between being determined and being obsessed. But before I dive into that, I want to start with the concept of 212. And now you've probably always heard people say, oh, well, I give 110%. I always work in, put in extra work and go the extra mile. Well, that's great. But have you ever heard of the 212 mentality? Now, I heard this 212 mentality when I was like a sophomore, junior in high school from one of the best teachers I have had throughout my high school and college career, Mrs. Pond. So this is kind of dedicated to her as well. She brought up the 212 concept because even back then, I had senioritis. I was checked out. I didn't want to be there. So she was going through, she was reading a book about the 212 mentality. And what the 212 mentality is, it's, you know, it's a book by Sam Parker and Mac Anderson, and they really convey that your continued application of heat or effort to whatever activity that you undertake, it will empower you to reap exponential rewards. And you may be thinking, well, what does 212 have to do with anything? Because I've always heard 110% and all that. Well, think about it. This is what you need to keep in mind. Below 32 degrees Fahrenheit, water is solid. Above 32 degrees, water is liquid. Well, when you hit that 212, at 212 degrees, water turns into steam. What does steam do? Steam powers machines that enhance productivity. So kind of change in your life is dependent upon the level of heat that you choose to apply. So like I said, if you're at 211 degrees, the water in your life is just going to be hot. It's going to be there. I mean, it's going to be really hot, but it's not going to be doing anything. You put in that extra one degree of work to get to 212 and it boils. So in life and work, you're really underestimating your true potential without that one extra degree. Now, I've talked in many episodes before of how good could you be. You know, you're your biggest asset. You have to take care of yourself. But to put in the work, how good could you be? And by putting in that one extra degree, that one little hint of effort, you can take your life at 211 and hit it to 212. You know, the number 212 serves as a powerful metaphor to kind of guide and shape the way you think, plan, and act. Because in life, you grow as a direct result of your habits. And then changing habits begins with a predetermined goal in mind. You know, often effort, you got to have effort to change. You don't reap immediate rewards. It's the consistent application of effort 
the consistent application of that one extra degree that takes you out of your comfort zone to achieve extraordinary outcomes. If you remove the heat from the water, the temperature starts to drop. You have to start over because the momentum is lost. Heat has to be reapplied to get back to the boiling point. But the more consistently that you apply that heat, you apply that effort, the faster you reach and maintain the 212 mentality. So you may be thinking, well, how do I start? I'm already a pretty determined person. I'm a hard worker. I always put forth effort. Well, here is the start to the 212 mentality. To achieve a specific goal, you have to define your 212 outcome. Unlike water, each person has a different boiling point. You have to visualize what that boiling point looks like to you. You have to see what 212 looks like in a specific area of your life. And once you determine what you want to achieve, put it down in writing, you know, put it on a computer, whatever, revisit it for a while. You know, assign deadlines to yourself as to when you want to reach your 212 degrees. This says here that highly successful people have mastered the art of 212. While they do not have a thermometer to let them know how close they are to 212, their mind, body, and spirit are in unison and sense that a major breakthrough is one step away and will be missed without that one extra degree of effort. And this may sound all fine and dandy, and it is a philosophy that I believe in and I'm going to practice even more because I've let it slip a little bit. But you may think, is achieving 212 degrees easy? I'm going to be 100% honest with you. No, it's not. If it were easy, everybody would be doing it. It's going to require commitment, self-reflection, positive attitude, motivation, visualization, perseverance, and goal setting. There's a lot wrapped in to 212. It begins with making a pact with yourself to achieve what you are capable of to achieve that sense of how good could you be. You also must be able to answer the following questions. How is achieving the extra degree going to positively impact my life? You have to know what is it going to do? Why is it worth it? Why do you want to do it? Then you got to ask, what will it take to get there? What will it take to hit 212 degrees, to hit my boiling point in this aspect of my life? Am I committed to making the necessary sacrifices to get there. Again, that ties back to it's not going to be easy. There's going to be work that has to be put in. Sacrifices will have to be made. So are you willing to make those sacrifices to get there? And the last thing that you need to ask yourself is when and how do I begin? You know, I've got my goals. I'm, I'm ready to make the commitment. I'm ready to put in the work. But when and how do I start with the 212 mentality. So it's going to take, like I said, take a lot of determination, but there's a fine line between that determination and obsession. Lately, I've got a lot of goals that I'm pushing for right now. I'm in a lot of pressure. I've got a lot of people pushing down on me trying to get results. And I am results driven because at the end of the day, I've said it in one podcast and I'll say it again. Life is results or it's bullshit. That's what it is. That's what it boils down to. If you don't get the results, everything else is an excuse. So I've always been results-driven. So I'd say I'm a very determined person. 
However, lately for me, that determination has crossed into the unhealthy line of obsession. So that's what we're talking about this week now for the last half of the podcast episode, obsession versus determination. It's great to have that 212 mentality. It's great to be results-oriented and, and get stuff done. That is phenomenal. But you can't let it consume you. So I've got an article here. I found this on LinkedIn from Aruna Krishan, who's an empowerment advocate. And she's talking about obsession versus determination. So how do you distinguish between obsession and determination? She states that speaking from her experience, training for athletic events requires a lot of patience, mental strength, and determination. You know, patience is needed because results are not always instantaneous. Just like with the 212 mindset, it is not going to happen overnight. Mental strength is required to get you past the temporary hurdles. Obstacles will come up at anything you do in life. The world does not owe you anything. There will be things that go wrong. If it can go wrong, it probably will. How are you going to handle that? Are you going to quit or are you going to stay tough and keep going? And that ties into determination. Determination is key because this is what keeps you working towards that final goal. Through all the ups and downs, you keep pushing because that's what you want to do. You want to achieve your goal. You put in that extra effort, so it ties back in to the 212 mentality. That one extra degree, you stay determined and put in the work. So although patience and mental strength are important, determination is that critical piece to sustain the interest and hard work needed to train honestly and to the best of your ability. And even if you're not an athletic person, this goes with anything that you're working on in your life. Any aspect of your life that you're working to improve, this applies. So we've got that laid out. But then when does determination cross over into the darker side? And I'm referring to obsession as the darker side. Determination has more of a positive undertone. And obsession is the opposite. It's almost the complete opposite. Obsession makes the mind restless. It is almost equivalent to greed, where you want something so badly that it just consumes you and overwhelms you. You stay in a constant state of discontent, desiring a particular end result. It prevents you from appreciating genuine progress because your mind is clouded with an unrealistic perception of perfection, which in most cases is nothing but a red herring. It's not real. So what you have to do is you have to be patient. You have to be strong, determined, and continue to train and focus on what you're trying to achieve. And if you don't want to use the word train, you have to keep working for what you want to achieve. Let not the small failures discourage you because ultimately, while you may think they're obstacles, they're truly building blocks to reach your ultimate success. You know, for me, I would always say I'm a determined person. I, I put my mind to things and I get it done. And that's usually what I've done. But like I said right now, with all the stress and pressure and the goals that I have, I have had a clouded judgment. So don't let that happen to you. 
Don't cross over into the dark side of obsession. It's, it's a slippery slope, to be honest with you, because you want to improve. You want to work on getting that 212 mentality. I'm tired of saying to myself, I'm going to give 110%. I'm going to start shifting my language into, I'm going to give 212. You know, if I have a job interview, I'm going to say, I'm going to bring up the 212 mentality because I guarantee most people aren't. Set myself apart a little bit. I'm going to talk about that determination and obsession, but I can't let it cross over to that dark side, and you can't either because it's a very slippery slope. It's very easy to get consumed and have something just be all that you think about because you do want it so badly. You are so driven. You want success. You want results. You want to improve this aspect of your life. That that's all you think about, and your mind is never at ease. You're constantly on the go, always thinking about it. Basically, every aspect of your life becomes affected by this obsession. Don't let that happen. And if it does happen, here's what you do. Take a break. And you easier said than done. You know, I struggle with this myself. But take a break. Take a step back. Ask for help. And let others help you. Get others involved to help you. For example, I've been struggling with a lot of goals that I'm trying to reach right now. And I've come to realize that I can't achieve them by myself. It is not possible. In no world will my goals be achieved by myself. So what I have to do is tell people I'm struggling. I'm putting in that 212 mentality and that 212 effort, but other people are not. Please help me. Please put in that effort with me. And it's okay to admit you're struggling. It's okay to admit that you need help. Society will tell you that that shows that you're weak. But I'm here to tell you on the fairest podcast of them all, admitting you need help is a sign of strength. So no matter what point in life you are, whether you're 16 or 75, it doesn't matter. If you need help, it takes a lot of strength and courage, and it takes that 212 mentality to go up to someone and tell them, here's the situation. Here's what I do want to achieve. Here's the work I put in but I need help. I can't do this alone. And if you do that in aspects of your life that you're looking to improve, your, your life will improve because people will see that you are real, genuine, authentic, and that you truly do care. And they will help you. So my challenge for this week is to do some self-reflection on the 212 mentality. Is that something you have? Is that something if you don't have, if you bring it into your life, how can it improve your life? Do you want to achieve those results? And how will it make your life better? And then while you do that, think about areas in your life that you're determined, where you want success, and reflect on, am I determined or am I obsessed? Am I constantly thinking about this issue and letting it consume me and take over other aspects of my life? Or am I just determined? Really reflect and think on that. And then if you are obsessed, I challenge you to reach out to someone that you trust and ask for help. Because that is the big key. 
I didn't really think we were going to dive into this topic as well this episode, so I'm probably going to save it for another time. But that's the challenge. Dive into the 212 mentality. Dive into that concept. Reflect on your obsession or your determination and ask for help if you need it. That wraps up episode 62 of the fairest podcast of them all. As always, you got to like, share, subscribe, leave a review. You know what to do. You guys do it every week, and I couldn't do it without you. Until next time, live life, hang tight, and live the 212 mentality.